Hey, hey, I'm Des. Hey, y'all, I'm Sai. And we're the co-hosts of Let's Talk Sis Podcast, where we truly believe that together, empowered women can transform their lives. Join us for heartfelt stories, enlightening conversations, and a whole lot of accountability along the way. Hey, y'all. So we're back with another episode. Yes. Episode... I don't know. By the time yeah. y'all see this, I'm not sure we're what not episode sure. it's going to be, but yeah. But we're back, and this episode is very special. Yes. Because we, we have, have a, a very special person here. Yes, yes. Bree, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I can introduce myself. I am Bree. I am the therapist. I am Dear Sisters in-house therapist. I'm a healer. I am just a person of many hats, but ultimately... Just all things wellness. I am about all things wellness. So, hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, we're happy to have you here. Oh, stop, y'all. Stop it. it. (laughs) So, I actually have a question I was thinking already. Um, You said you you went to school for psychology? Yes, my undergrad. Well, I mean, I guess both, but... Why did you choose psychology? She getting right to it. Because it's been on my mind. I was thinking about I wanted to ask you. All right, so, y'all, when I've been in this field since I was 15 years old. So, like, before I started applying to colleges, I was already in, like, the human services field. What do you mean? In in high school. Okay. I I worked at this place. It was called Women's Christian Alliance through Philadelphia Freedom Schools. Mm -hmm. So, it was, like, basically, like, a program. The school district was offering it, so I used to work like three days. I'm lying, five days a week, three hours a day. Okay. And it was an African-based program, and it was just teaching us about like a lot of stuff going on in the world. Just yeah. Like, it was really based in on like African American history, um, just a lot of things. But at a very young age, I understood the need that our community had at a very young age. I understood, like, the lack of resources. I just understood a lot of things very young. If you don't mind me asking, um, does your... I don't know what the correct terminology would be, but do you heavily resonate with the need that we need because it's something you needed within yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. Real bad. Um like you know how like we was just talking about before before we had to (laughs) re-record you know how like certain things in your life don't make sense until it makes sense that like my path that I chose to follow didn't make sense until it made sense as a kid people always came to me asking me for advice I used to be like I am a kid like I I don't know why are you coming but they seen something that you had that you didn't see Mm -hmm. People would come to me and tell me their business in high school. Like, I was always the person that people would come to. Like, it didn't matter who. Tell me if I'm wrong or this happened or, and it would be like, I don't know why you picked me, but I'm listening. And and (laughs) from there, it just started to be like, when I'm showing up in my element, when I'm, I started to see more like, okay, this is why this is, this is who I am. Exactly. So that was what made me choose it. I feel like it chose me. I didn't really choose it. Yeah. It's just one of those things like. Have you ever questioned it, whether or not it was like a passion or a purpose in comparison to like purpose? Did you ever have that moment of like, I'm really passionate about this. This mm-hmm. is how I feel. This is like, you know. Okay. So 
you remember before when we was recording for the healing series that was the topic that was the episode oh my gosh we didn't even cover the transitional introduction i know but the first previously what i what i thought i knew or what i thought because i changed my mind a lot mm -hmm. my previous thought on like passion versus purpose in a way that it shows up in us in our life in regard to our career and things like that I previously thought that everybody had a distinct purpose, mm -hmm. but I don't, I'm starting to not feel that way. Mm -hmm. I agree with that now. Yeah, yeah, I'm starting to not feel that way. So I never questioned at all if it was for me, but I did think it was my purpose before. I don't really feel like that anymore. I feel like it's just who I am. Yeah. Like, you know, like people that do hair, like you can choose to feel that like being a hairstylist is, you know, my purpose or it's just you're just a beauty model. Like, you know, like you that's just your thing. That's like how you said you're just a healer. I'm a healer. That's like that's who God made me. My purpose is to show up and use my gift. Yeah, I actually love that so much because I feel like um, obviously I'm younger in comparison to you. Not, I don't know if that's OK. Because people, you know, women be like, well, if people think. <laughs> yeah, but, okay. But, like, um, obviously, I'm much younger than you, right? And I feel like um, in my generation, or what would be considered to be my generation, I have always been the one to seem, like, so ahead. Mm -hmm. And me, in, in the terms of, like, having it figured out, people always from the outside looking in just feel like I have everything figured out. You're just so well established. Like, how did you know? So, people always ask me. How did you know what your purpose is, right? Which I feel like people often associate my purpose being cooking because I've been cooking professionally for nine years, right? So I often get the question, how do you know what your purpose is? I'm trying to figure it out. What does it feel like? When were you able, like, you know, what's mm -hmm. attached with that feeling of purpose? And it just took me, what, the past year, past two years to be able to publicly say, like, that's, that's not, not my purpose. My, purpose. my That's a passion of mine. And I feel like it's allowed me to be in spaces and in rooms and amongst other people and make connections that were purposeful. But cooking itself is not my purpose, right? So personally, I have gone through this um, unknown phase of embarrassment and being ashamed because... When you pave a way for so many other young cooks mm -hmm. and you kind of create this name for yourself, where you from and like being from Philly mm -hmm. and, you know, you build this audience and these supporters who like are true, like true. I got true supporters, like clients that's like literally like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like when you build this rapport with people, right, they kind of unintentionally and maybe subconsciously become disappointed when you say hey i'm taking a break hey i no longer am interested in this space yeah. hey i i'm you know just not right now they don't really understand that and i feel like it's coming from a place of love but it's like personally i have been fighting through a mental battle of just feeling like embarrassed mm -hmm. and just like a huge disappointment and then trying to counter that with my own personal experience of like y'all y'all see me as a chef but yeah. it's not my identity you know no. uh -huh. and i feel like people that love you or really support you sometimes they don't provide the space for you to grow 
yep. because for so long I felt embarrassed to say, you know, I'm sad and I have I've been cooking my whole life, but y'all, their sister was birthed five years ago. I've been I didn't sold hair, I didn't had a, a boutique, I didn't have all these things, right? So now people start to look at me like, oh, you don't really know what it is you want. You're doing too many things. You're a jack of all trades. You start to hear things like that. And it's like, then it says you start questioning yourself where it's like, okay, I know I like to cook, but I'm really passionate about like women. And yeah. I'm really passionate about this. And I'm really, what is it? Do I know my, do I know myself? Mm. It has you questioning Like an identity. Yourself. Exactly. I want to leave you with a quote. I found it three years ago and it changed my life ever since. I'm just like you. You already know that. If I want to dibble and dab in this or that or whatever the case may be, First, let me get to the quote. We always hear a jack of all trades is a master of none. none. Mm -hmm. but we never hear the rest of the quote. Yep. Still, it's always better than a master of one. So, a jack of all trades is a master of none. It's still always better than a master of one. So, I'm, you may not have mastered to the level that people think. Like hone in on it. One cooking, you may yeah. not have mastered that, and it and you could be completely done or just taking a break or whatever. Mm -hmm. That has absolutely nothing, or it doesn't. I don't want to say it has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that you not knowing, because sometimes when people don't know themselves or they don't know how they want to show up, they do go through like these phases, mm -hmm. phases, right? But I think it has more to do with. The person that is perceiving you yeah that is like placing yeah. limitations on you or that's placing the oh limit. my gosh we talked about this in the first episode yeah that's my capacity yeah exactly so these are people that a lot of times they can't fathom how are you able to do that so Bri, yes i asked you why you went to school for psychology mm -hmm. what made you you know how you was talking about i don't remember if it was this clip or the last one you was talking about how you transition into like entrepreneurial mm -hmm. and you wanted to start the healing series and do wellness and stuff. What made you do that transition? Cause going to school, you originally probably wanted to do like, you know, what, what was it that you so, had? Right, I had my bachelor's degree in human development and family studies. Mm -hmm. That's basically just like studying the way that humans develop from the time we are conceived to the time we die. So going over like major milestones in our life, all of that kind of stuff. So it's bachelor's level. So, you know, you get like the basics. Yeah. I then went on to get my master's degree in clinical counseling with an applied behavioral analysis concentration. Mm -hmm. okay. A year after that. Y'all heard her. So the applied <laughs> behavioral analysis concentration aspect of it deals a lot with studying behavior. Mm -hmm. So in 2019, like around that area, I started to realize like how everybody was having the same behaviors. Like everybody's out of touch with themselves. Yeah. Everybody is like, there's so much emphasis placed on um like Hollywood culture. And when I say Hollywood culture, I'm talking about movies, music, that whole industry. Mm -hmm. Like it there was just so many things that let me know like we need to get back to the basics. We need to have certain conversations because honestly a lot of people are empty. Yeah. Like as I was encountering people, as I was just connected with people i was seeing that people lack substance you don't really have much to talk about if we're not talking about like you know three-dimensional stuff right like, and when i say three-dimensional stuff i mean what's happening outside or what's happening on the tv or mm -hmm. like you know the basics like like yeah. the but getting deep like the cards do 
we didn't we didn't i noticed that there wasn't really many spaces for that right. like now in 2023 there is yeah and a lot still, has changed you though. still gotta kind of like weed your way through that and have discernment with that because you have people that are showing up in these spaces that aren't qualified that didn't do the work mm-hmm. but in 2018 2019 i noticed that like it was a big hustle culture it yep. was a big like oh, I'm about to get this money, oh, I'm about to, but nobody was investing in themselves. Yeah. And as I was encountering people, it was like, wow, your pictures are nice, but you're actually really empty. Mm. Wow. That's yeah, deep. So. I feel like that's something, we probably don't got enough time, but that's something that needs to be talked about too. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. And and we are suffering. That was why when I met Sai and I came across Sai and I like asked her for the interview, it was like, wow, like, okay you could be cute and you got substance too it was like okay like i can connect here and then like just seeing how much we had in common just all of those things was like you know god hit his hit his hand right up in there mm-hmm. that's how it normally works it's crazy because as you're talking my heart instantly just started hurting a little bit because um i was 20 mm-hmm. back then right and I personally feel like I am ahead of like my age curve. Absolutely. If that makes sense, according to like societal um, guidelines and standards and stuff yeah. like that. And then as I navigate from the place that I am now and reflecting back on like the the girl that I was then, right? Mm-hmm. There are grown adults. There are functioning parents there are Mm -hmm. grandmothers there are so many people who have not tapped into any of that and my heart hurts because it's like baby you didn't even see how good it could get yet Mm -hmm. you know and it's kind of like i and it it's kind of hard not to be so judgmental Mm -hmm. to the people that you love especially or the people that you cross path with because it's like bro i want you to, i want what i have for you mm-hmm. if that makes sense absolutely. yeah absolutely for sure and i don't know if we talked i think we talked about this and i always say it everybody can't go in the top get lonely and it's that's the hard i'm still digesting it y'all i'm still digesting it because it's like what do you mean everybody can't go? Like, yeah everybody not gonna get it. yeah everybody that i love supposed to get this shit yeah. no for real like, no, but that's not reality <laughs> but it's not it's not, it's not and then sometimes and this happened in our culture as well mm-hmm. a lot of times trying to take everybody mm-hmm. with you yeah. is what's going to keep you down there you gotta get and that you gotta get there for yourself first mm-hmm. like you and when i say get hold on no i think society say you gotta get there for yourself first we need to take it further you need to bask in that for yourself yeah. not just not get just there. and when we say hold on y'all because when we say get there Let's put a little bit of emphasis yeah. on destination. We're not just talking, because don't forget the Don't money. talk about the opening money. the door. Yeah. We're not just talking about the money. We're talking about reaching the highest high of yourself overall. Mentally, yeah. emotionally, Mentally, spiritually. Emotionally, financially, spiritually. All of those things, all of those boxes, because most all of people it. are doing a very good job yeah. of reaching the highest high of themselves. Financially. financially. And I'm happy you just said that, because I feel it. like anybody who listens or watches this instantly thinking, when we talk about making it, it to the top or making it there, money. Money. Financial when say, status. When, we, when I say the top get lonely, I'm not just talking about when you get to the top with a lot of money. When you do a certain amount of work on yourself, it's sure. harder to relate to people that are not doing the work. Yeah. So when you, the further up you go, the more you're going to see. Like, damn, it ain't that many of us up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. I kind of want to dive into this. I'm not sure how much time we got. But um, 
I was having a conversation earlier, not too long ago, and I was basically saying, you know, as a person who has a desire to be better, right? Because it starts with a desire or willingness to want to be better. Um, you go through the life, you tr- these transitions, whatever the case may be, and you get better with time, right? So, dating essentially becomes harder, especially as a female, because the options are slim. Very you slim. said it's only at the top, but it's only like five little niggas in the whole country. No, for real. And <laughs> half of them got three big moms. They got a lot of kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's like five I'm not lying. So now it's like, okay. In the world. My type has changed. It's no longer about whatever I thought was substantial back then. The criteria is up. I'm, yeah. I don't have no kids yet. I'm trying You're to make a point. baby. <laughs> is that going to happen? Like, you know what I'm saying? Or do no, I just have I'm trying to. I'm, maybe I just have to say I'm okay with a sister wife. Because at this point, I don't understand. That, please. So you said, listen, you said it's five left in the country. In the country, I'm going to have to go. It's time to travel. Okay, okay, okay. We got I need some more stamps. I need some more stamps. Okay. We got open up. We got to open up that border. And okay. You know what? The problem is, I probably was too caught up on the Philly ones. Oh, yeah. You got to leave there a long time ago. Yeah. They damn sure ain't in Philly. <laughs> but he's your husband. He's yeah. he's off the market. He's not even a part. He's of He's not a part of it. He's, he's a part of five. I'm gonna say he's a part of five. <laughs> <laughs> so that limits us to four. Okay. <laughs> Can't be dibbling dabbling with your friends. That's wow. Down to four. Yeah, but that's crazy. I definitely agree. As you continue to progress, it definitely gets lonely at the top. Yes. It just makes life easier and harder it's like a double double edged sword mm-hmm. like literally but that was like a big motivating factor behind me even embarking on that journey because it's like yo i got what you i got what you need you don't even know i got what you need you don't even no, know for you need real. It. yeah you don't even know you need it you don't even know that's you it. Need it you don't even know you need it but I, that's I, good. I am so grateful for this time right now i feel like we have so many more people whether it's like for real or for fake mm-hmm. but like, aware you know, like the spiritual yeah if it's for fake, whatever. You do with that. Person, you might motivate the next person to be for fake. real. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, whatever, but it's cool to look up. Yeah. And I feel like it's really been a full circle moment for us. Like with you being the in house therapist of their sister, the projects yes. that we've been working on, it's kind of like it made sense in when we connected, sure. why we connected, and things yes. like that. So. Even it's so crazy because like even you and Destiny, y'all just connected. Like it's been a year that y'all connected in what two months or whatever. Oh my and it's like right. I know a year. Yeah. But it's like even when we think about the first book that we read because you were a part of book club mm-hmm. and that's where there was just woman involved. For book club to come back, can we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. book club was too good. Book club was too good, but yeah. thinking back on that, and I just kept saying like, "Bree, you gonna be?" We was even talking about in the community before it was a community. Before it was a community. Before it was community. only it book was club. Not, it was just. It was only book club. Y'all was not yeah. Your sister yet. Yeah, it was just me and Beth book club collaborating, and it was just book club. Yeah, we doing a book club. Everything started. Wait, look at how you stopped, dear sister, when you stopped it, and then now look at how like where you at with it. Yeah, and the way that you. This will everything be happening mm-hmm. for a reason. Like, 
alignment just yeah and that's crazy because even when we was on book club everybody like you said it wasn't their sister it wasn't the community and instantly we like yo this feel like therapy literally instantly we like this feels like group therapy and i'm like i, I put that up that's what i'm saying and i brought it up because we don't realize like i always say like god gave me this gift but he gave all of us the gift like the power that's in the tongue is insane mm-hmm. when i yes. say literally every single time i speak it's like it's like i release something into the into the atmosphere into you the do. world even when i say oh could never be me baby it'd be me it be you it be <laughs> me so it's like that's good or bad like it's so much power and i just wanted to piggyback on that moment to see like this is a full circle moment yes. right now like a year ago it's been what 10 months and we're, and we're here it's even thinking back to like the card game and how it manifested from like just a thought a shooting shit and then it just went let's do it let's do it let's do it he was in jamaica mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on live on live i remember and they was like when is the merch coming when is the merch coming and we're like oh, we don't know what y'all what want, y'all want? that was in june no let's let me say something now that the planner is out when we was like, we don't know what y'all want. We was working on the organizer. Okay, we was yeah. Working on the personal organizer, mm-hmm. and already that's why me and Sock just kept laughing. I have it screenshot in my phone as well because a lot of people like drop a planner, drop a planner. Like I have so many screenshots, screenshots from that day. Saying, like, yeah. Drop a planner. Drop. Drop a, a card game. Somebody. Drop I think a card game. Bree, the other Bree was like drop. Like yeah. people was like, and I'm like, even we people, already on it. People that I've been talking to, people are really excited about this card game organizer all of this because mm-hmm. like, i've been talking to people about yeah. my sister and just like you know the mission behind it like yes the internet but i've been putting a real word yeah yeah person and stuff too people are genuinely like really really excited waiting for yeah, yeah. shoot i am too. i'm excited too <laughs> honestly but you know what's so amazing to me and what's so beautiful about this process is a lot of times speaking from experience i've always been in a position of leadership right mm-hmm. and it's always been like okay um this is what i know my mentees need because this is what i needed right mm-hmm. but this the between the car game and the planner it met it's meeting me where i am today it was created like okay i need this today i'm implementing this today this will work for me today not from a place of okay i I needed this last year or two years ago when let me get yeah i'm not a teacher baby i'm not a teacher it feels so good (laughs) to worry about yourself and not be responsible baby it feels it feels so good that all of that could be like it could be a theme for your life right now. The mm-hmm. theme for your life right now could be to slow down. And when I say slow down, it don't by oh. any means mean slow down. Like you know, the no, that's the theme. Yeah, you're striving for, but it could be slow down. I need to talk to you. No, that's been the theme, honestly. Yeah, so, yeah. And it's so frustrating because from the outside looking in, they like, damn, you lost your emotion. Damn, there's no way you could ever lose your emotion. You are you. Exactly. Baby. That's what we was just talking about. How I, I am the motion. Mo- <laughs> you are the motion. the motion. So if I am me and I make the motion, mm-hmm. how the hell can I lose it? I didn't lose myself. <laughs> My mind's still here. <laughs> like, hello. So you, the thing is, it's like, you know, most times we always know this. We always say this. People project, project, mm-hmm. right? So they can't see themselves starting something and then God coming in and then saying, you know what? 
I'm gonna pause this because I'm gonna listen to God, right? Mm -hmm. They they can't imagine because that's not something that they would ever do, mm -hmm. right? People can't only people can only meet you as far as they have gone themselves. No, that's true. So if people don't know what it's like to be fully in something and then God sit you down, or to be fully have this direction and then God people don't like even dangerous. people do not even know what it is like to be under God's voice. People will hear God's voice and question whether it's him, their intention, the devil on their on their right shoulder or the good angel on their left shoulder. So when y'all see stuff going on, and like I said earlier, and y'all don't understand, it's not for you to understand. Like Some things are truly, and I think like social media has given people entitlement, a lot of entitlement yes. to feel like they should be. Like, oh, I should know, or I should be a part of, or you share everything with me. Because I don't. I share what I want to share. Girl. I like, went with me to get my nails done, to get my hair done. Girl. You like, with me the whole day. I showed you I, what I, I wanted to show you. Know, throughout the whole entire day, I shared with Preach. Somebody get her another mic. Without seeing nothing. Yo, Damn. I talk about me and my husband all day. I could get on here and give tidbits. Y'all don't know a fucking thing about my marriage. Girl. They DM me, sis, when you getting back in the gym, you lost Shimoja. Did a no. Girl, I go to the gym every day. I never got out. <laughs> but because I didn't post it, it's not happening. It's the not validation. Happening. We got to do better. And, and gotta do not, better I'm bed. sorry to whoever sent that DM. Not that. But I'm willing to bet that it probably didn't come from a person that's consistently in the gym. <laughs> so you were watching me in the gym. Why you in your bed? Watching me saying, "Wait, oh cheese it crumbs rolling around your titties." Oh my god! Should <laughs> get back in the gym. Watching eating donuts. Oh, child, life is so funny, but it's tricky. Eh? It's so, but the thing is, like you said, with it's social media. Come on, social come media on. did us so bad. Like social media helped a lot Different as far cases. as business and stuff like that, but it did us so bad. I feel like even with the business aspect of it, we was talking about this on live. Mm -hmm. With the business aspect of it, it's like on one hand, we seen that we can achieve anything of our wildest dreams, but then yeah. on another hand, you seem too much, way too much, too fucking much. Yeah, I when feel we, like my bad. I can't I, imagine my grandpa having access to somebody in Asia. He was already a whore. Like, <laughs> see somebody in Asia at your fingertips on Instagram. No, my for grandpa real. probably wouldn't be my grandpa. He probably would have been flew to Asia. <laughs> we got for way real. too much. We have access. too much access. We're not supposed to see that much stuff. Why am I seeing fifty different people doing fifty different things in the midst of five seconds? Wait, but can I ask y'all something? I know we be having this conversation about social media, like frying our brains and stuff. But can I say, like? Social media really doesn't bother me. Like, am I crazy or am I just not aware? You could have, you could have yeah. went through the phase where it did, and it, everybody have that phase where they understand. Like, I feel like I need to plug a little see, bit, or I need to change my timeline. I need to whatever it. Could okay, be. so I think I went through my own personal development journey. Mm -hmm. I embarked on it before social media is what it is now. Yeah. So now I'm able. I've been able to be able to filter yeah. and feed through, like. Mm. You're not a strong person. Like it don't impact you. For yeah, I th it doesn't impact yeah. me. Like I've never felt like, oh, I need to take a social media break. Let me deactivate oh, my page. Let me. I've never. It's or, never that oh my god. god. <laughs> like, no, but if I'm having a bad but, day, I'm not getting on. Cause we're joking about it, but it's really that deep for people. All right. 
No. No, I'm speaking about my own personal experience. Like, no, it was never but it, it really be that. And I never scrolled and was like, oh my gosh, why is she in Bali? And I just got, and I'll be like, no, I, see, I feel like that stuff like that is not even, you can't blink, not even that. You can't blame social media. You having a, a problem internally. FOMO. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're missing out. That you got a lot of people that suffer from FOMO and don't even recognize that they suffer from FOMO. That's why they get mad when their friends hang out with their other friends. And you're scared that's of missing out get, on a fake life because it's social media. Y'all went. Y'all know when I started realizing that the game was done, when women were paying to get on a fake the fake jet. The fake they, jet. They're still doing that. Wasn't we just looking at? That's when I realized it was fraud. It was done. But no, yeah, the fake jet, the props, all the props. I mean, y'all, the the fake jets, the fake cars, the money. That's not. The fake money. Yeah, I only. What I, what I, I only feel is that people that's really up there, the people that really got the money, ain't doing none of that shit. Yeah. We never but I also feel like, like how we was just saying, what those people do, that's what's best for them. That's what works for them. The fake jets, yeah. the fake money. True. I mean, because I, I yeah, I know people that. personally it that works for them. Yeah, it's really marketing. They make real money from showing the fake stuff. Yeah. And I'm talking about real money. Real money from showing the like face. annual incomes in a month. Real money. All right, so let me ask y'all this, right? But that's integrity. That's where I draw the line. Like that for me personally. So I'm, I'm sorry. Integrity never come into question with stuff like that because at that point, I feel like that's almost like selling your soul. Yeah. Yeah. Selling it's crazy. Soul, I think that people, I think people associate selling your soul with like the Illuminati. Yeah. You have to do this whole big thing to sell your soul, and you sell your soul every single time when you go against your integrity, when you go against your morals, your morals. When you go against yourself. Yeah, for some money. Yeah, side. Do you remember when we first decided to collaborate, and we was talking about content and marketing, and mm -hmm. our friend had all of the brilliant fake ideas. Mm -hmm. Oh, y'all should do this. Oh, y'all need to do this, and we're like. It don't feel that's good. That's not what we do, though. Like, like that don't. That's not what we trying I'm to portray. On the internet, and I'm like about to have people follow like, me. Mm -hmm. or do you know how many people are genuinely inspired yeah. by my journey? It's raw as fuck. It's how am I going to get on the internet and have people aspiring? Or watching me holding them accountable to some shit I don't fucking do. Yeah, and I feel like how? I feel like I have a responsibility and a due diligence, right, in the position that I am, and I don't, I don't want to make it seem like I'm like this leader or whatever you the case may be. Right? I am, but like not this huge grander, you grander. Stop trying to minimize. Okay. No, listen, but I feel like God has given me authority, mm -hmm. right, and I'm doing God's work. I will never dare play with God's people because it'll fall on me. The yeah, blood will be on my hand. So exactly. So exactly. So in the process of thinking, like, okay, it's been time. So first of all, let's be transparent. In the beginning of our collaboration, before we even said we officially collab, mm -hmm. we were both coming from a very rough transition yeah. of being in a new environment and not making as much money as we were used to making and it was like baby we need to figure out how we're gonna get this we money by tomorrow, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. like that that's a conversation too we yo every single day it will be a random yo how are we gonna get this money by tomorrow like like but i'm telling you as soon as we switch our focus you ain't even worried about money. i don't remember the last time we said that 
No, seriously. Come on. And baby, life got good. God, life got great. Like life has went well. Like because it's the same over here, baby. So yes. You, you have feel the energy. Me looking at y'all like. Look at how it's crazy because we was really so worried in the moment we stopped worrying, worrying about the money. Y'all, y'all know what's so funny though? The same thing happened for me. Mm-hmm. That's how I, it after I had my daughter. She was born in September. I was out of work until like November. Right? I went back to work. I said, Oh, I got my first check. I said, I got two kids. <laughs> <laughs> This is giving first degree money. I got two of them. <laughs> Double S. Please and thank you. So I'm like, okay. I was just in so much turmoil. You get in there. I can't apply for a new job. My baby only two months. I went and got a second job that worked out with my schedule. Mm-hmm. All that. But I was worried. It didn't work. It did not work out. That shit was so complicated, conflicted. I let it go. And then I just start coasting. Mm-hmm. And then now, like August. You start trusting. August, switch up, switch up. We're going to take this job. We're going to actually take both of them, and we're going to give you back one that's going to make up for both. That's that faith we was talking about. That's how it works. That's literally how, like, the beginning of this year, I started, the beginning of this year was, like, probably, it was terrible. (laughs) Terrible. Like, just, like, internally, though, like, mentally, like, Mm. I was fucked up. Like, it was bad. And the moment I literally just was like, this what I'm going to do? This was gonna happen, and it happened. It happens literally. Twenty four. She just turned twenty four like four days ago, y'all. Happy birthday! Like the reason why I asked you how old are you is because I feel like, or between the ages of like twenty five, that twenty four, twenty five ish mark, and then twenty eight, you still got some more time to fight. I know you. Right, like baby. <laughs> How many more? I feel like twenty seven, twenty eight is when it's like the the end of what is it? We I think so climax. too. Because the, the descend, whatever the storytelling, the climax is the high point. Mm-hmm. That twenty four and descending, yeah. That, that's the climax. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I feel like reality bingo. You kind of like make sense of all of the lessons that you just everything you just went through, all the lessons like around age twenty eight. Like that 27, 28, as the 20 started to conclude. Yeah. It was like, oh. Baby, hopefully I got a man. Hopefully the 28 is a perfect time for me to conceive and have a man. So if you're watching this, <laughs> it's like, no, let me, no, I'll take that bit. I'm not trying to get my head boxed up. Because then he could be like, Sai, I'm right here. You could be like, uh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no. Just transitioning from like the overall growth and personal development and all that stuff. Um, like we mentioned prior, these products really mean the most to us in our collaboration. I feel like people have this negative connotation towards therapy or therapists or whatever the case may be. It's just they just look at them as unrelatable humans or whatever the case yeah. may be. But I feel like um Destiny, I'm sure you agree as well. It was so important for us to work with a therapist um and for us yeah. to build this connection of having you join the team of their sister let's talk but to have you hands-on in the process of curating of the it. conversational card game baby it has been and i did pull my therapist head out for some of them questions i love that yes 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 you could tell yes i did <laughs> i really did 
Yeah. Where are the cards? Can we give them a preview? Like, yeah. we just I took them out the box already. Oh, I took them out the box already. Ooh, we yeah. should end the episode by like plucking a card or whatever. Did you shuffle? No, I didn't. All right, all right, all right. All right. Oh, so th- all right so i guess this is how we wrapping up the episode if you're listening to this and not watching it um just follow along we're playing the conversational card game that we all three of us have created it's called let's talk sister releasing black friday november black 24th friday. november 24th yo mm-hmm. everybody that keep asking me when they come out what is a non-physical quality that you admire about the person or people that you're reading this to Okay, so what is a non-physical quality that you admire about the person you're reading this to? Okay, so I'm reading this to you. And a non-physical quality that I admire about you is... It's so many. No, I'm really not even doing this for the cameras, but it's really so many things that I admire about you. And... Uh, I mean, outside of this card, I really just want to say that I appreciate it because I appreciate you because I'm never going to forget the time that you pulled up with Henny Lemonade, Douce Lemonade at the park with a blanket on Lincoln Drive and just was there. She was listening. Like, I just like the fact that you listen and you always have a reason in mind. I could always talk to you for hours and you could always challenge my opinion, my thought perspective in a progressive manner so i appreciate you oh that makes me so i pride myself on everything that you just said so that makes me oh the whole deck me about to pluck a card but that means a lot to me it means a lot to me when people can see me because oftentimes i'm always like questioning or wondering if people can see my value and not necessarily that it's like oh i want you to that's like damn i wonder if like you, I feel like we see you yeah it's hard to overlook we wonder, you we wonder if like how mm. other people see how us people. Yeah. essentially and you can feel you like i felt you from the first day that i met you all right stop because now you really gonna make me cry on the camera all right. so. we want to thank y'all for tuning in yes. yet again another episode dear sister let's talk yes. Thank you. I want to say while we wrapping this up, Brie, thank you so much. For oh yeah, being thank here. you. Flying out to Houston to be a part of this with us. Nah, yeah, she, for real. she flew out for us. She just got off the plane, y'all. Fresh the off the flight. Still on. Hmm. This, is, this is the airport fit. <laughs> I'm right here with y'all in the airport fit. Period. But yes, there is honestly nowhere else I would rather be. I felt like this was so essential. It was so necessary. I couldn't Definitely. wait to come and just be in y'all element, be in y'all space, and just feel y'all out. All the times I'm like watching y'all online and stuff all together. I'm like, I want to go with the girl. <laughs> so I'm just happy to be here. Honestly and truly grateful as well as happy to be here. And I'm so thank thankful you, thank you, thank you. Today. And we're so thankful for you. Well, y'all here. stay tuned. We have so many more projects coming in the future. Yes, we do. Um, not only that, the card game is launching on a Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast, Let's Talk Sis, with Des and Sa. Stay connected by following us on all of your favorite social media platforms. And don't forget, use hashtag Dear Sister Let's Talk to find us. Wait, before you go, head over to our website or our Instagram and join our interactive community for a daily dose of sisterhood where like-minded women fellowship, encourage, and create a safe space amongst one another. See you inside, sis. Toodles. Bye.